Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Have you used the mobile apps for Magic Eden or OpenSea? If you haven't, don't worry, you're really not missing much. In fact, it's just a glorified browser and honestly, it's probably a waste of space on your phone anyways. However, neither of these developers are really to be blamed. The restrictions on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store makes it very difficult to implement any kind of key features for any kind of crypto app. Most importantly, making purchases and sending crypto, mainly because they're restricting it to US dollars and going to require that 30% fee. That's what apps are charged for any kind of in-app revenue. But yesterday, I spoke about the ETH phone and how they plan to solve all these problems over there. But did you know that Solana Mobile is also working on a solution for this? In fact, they've made some impressive progress, not just on software, but also on hardware. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So you might be wondering, what's the point of having a marketplace if you can't even buy anything on it? And for the most part, OpenSea and Magic Eden release those apps just so they can get an idea of user preferences and how people are interacting and using their mobile devices to browse these NFTs. But as I said, their functionality is pretty limiting. And for the most part, other than certain features just looking nice on the screen, it has virtually no purpose whatsoever, at least from the user standpoint. But Solana Mobility plans to change all of that. And at the point of recording this, this is actually not breaking news. This is not hot news. They had a massive event releasing all the news and saying exactly what they've been working on all the way back on June 23rd in New York City. And they had lots of CEOs and developers and companies and partners that were up on stage speaking about everything. And I'll be leaving a link in the show notes in case you do want to see the full presentation, which is about an hour and a half on YouTube. It's sort of a rough watch, not because it's not interesting. It's just that let's just say they weren't necessarily blessed with the gift of Gab or her public speaking. So some of these people that are speaking about some very interesting things, they're not very enthusiastic and they're a tough listen. However, if you're really into this stuff and you want to see some of these visuals, I highly recommend just watching that video. But I just feel the need to warn you up front that it is not the most entertaining watch. But going back to this, Solana Mobility is a subsidiary of Solana Labs. So unlike ETH, where it's a community just sort of developing this on their own, this is state-sponsored, if you will, by Solana, and it really starts with the Solana Mobile Stack, a framework for Android that allows developers to create some rich mobile experiences, and all those things that I spoke about before, all the cumbersome apps that really have little functionality, and just having to swap between various wallets, and just really not a pleasant user experience, that's what this whole thing is trying to tackle. You're going to have native apps and the ability to use these dApps seamlessly connecting to your wallet, making transfers, sending crypto, all without the need of those pesky browser plugins or wallet apps such as Phantom, which Phantom is pretty awesome. However, as I said, when you're using the traditional Android experience or iOS experience, you have to actually go into the wallet and use that onboard browser. So that's what they're trying to do. Eliminate all of that switching back and forth and having to go deeper into the wallet and delivering a very seamless experience. So that way you can actually enjoy the apps that you're using and how you're interacting with these marketplaces and doing all of your Web3 degening and all of that stuff. And what makes this very interesting is not only is this software, but there's also a hardware element. And the thing that really stands out is this thing that they're calling the secure element, which is basically where the private keys are going to be stored and managed. And just giving you an idea without going too technical 
within a smartphone, there are chips. Just like a computer, this is basically the brains that is running everything. However, with this, there's going to be a dedicated one with this only specific purpose of storing those private keys somewhat like what a ledger does. It's going to be tucked away from all the other elements of the phone. So this is not something that's going to be constantly connected to the internet, such as a browser extension, and will only be connected to or accessed in order to sign transactions. But even going a step further, they're actually designing a full-fledged phone, which I think is pretty awesome. The hardware is created and designed by awesome. So as you can see, I used that word earlier. However, it is spelled O-S-O-M. You might not be familiar with this because as far as with Android phones, we know Samsung is the big gorilla in the room. However, there's some smaller manufacturers all around the world that are creating some amazing phones. And this awesome phone, they have some very nice hardware. I won't lie, but they're really not a household name, especially within the United States. So they're the ones that were selected to design this phone. And the initial phone, the flagship phone, is going to have the bells and whistles that you would expect in a flagship Android, the latest chips, cameras, screens, and all of that stuff. I'm not going to go into all the tech specifications because this isn't a cell phone podcast. However, on paper, I got to say it is pretty impressive. Now, will it deliver? Most people, the most important things on the smartphone is the screen and the camera. So all that stuff being under the hood, being very impressive on paper. The question is, does it take great photos? And is the screen a wonderful viewing experience for those NFTs and other media that I'm going to consume? This phone really has some interesting functionalities and is tightly integrated with the Solana blockchain. Obviously, this is the Solana phones, Solana Mobility. And if you look at that presentation, just hearing all those dApps and partners and how they're just speaking about how it's going to be seamlessly integrated, seeing the demo with Magic Eden and others, I was pretty impressed if it really goes as the demo is, very smooth. And I find the name pretty interesting, the Saga phone, because all of this stuff within crypto and NFTs and Web3, it is just being written, right? The Saga continues. So that is why the phone was named the Saga phone, because everything that we're doing is just the beginning and great things are to come. I would like to get my hands on one of these. The earliest that will probably happen is early 2023. That is when the scheduled release date should be. But at this moment right now, you can actually place a pre-order. The final cost for this phone, the retail price, I should say, is probably around $1,000. However, you can make a pre-order, just a the refundable deposit for $100 that holds your spot. So when that does come out, most likely in the spring of 2023, that will reserve yours. And the earliest wave of owners that end up buying this device will also receive an NFT called the Saga Pass. And as a Saga Pass holder, you'll have the ability to influence the direction of the Solana mobile stack, which is all of this stuff that they're building for the mobile side of things that won't necessarily just be limited to this one phone, but any other phones that are coming down the line. Of course, give your input as developers, DGENs, and the power users. They're all going to be prioritized. So this really seems interesting to me, but the thing that I really like is the fact that they actually have a physical phone out. Although not released to the public, developers do have that in hand right now. And the SDK, which stands for the Software Development Kit, is on the website right now, available for download. So if you are someone who is doing dApps or creating features and functionality that would go on this phone, it's possible that you'll be able to get your hands on one of these way before the spring release date. But this sounds really interesting to me, but I'd love to know what catches your attention more. My episode yesterday when I spoke about the Ethereum OS, or does the Solana Mobility catch your ear? Please feel free to let me know at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.
The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.